with the 500 festival that features the mini mini event logo and tagline kids run here on the 24 dry and Reinbold Wix filter Chevy driven by Sage Karam and the 48 dry and Reinbold Salesforce Chevrolet driven by J.R. Hildebrand. Both uh, Karam and Hildebrand will serve as ambassadors and spokespersons for the Mini Mini. The Mini Mini will have its fourth appearance here with children from 5 to 12 years old running around various courses here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on October 5, 2019. Uh, very similar for the kids as we just had a very successful 23rd edition of the One America Mini Marathon that actually ran around the Oval. Uh, the uh, various uh, courses for the Mini Mini uh, are on the road course and part of the Oval. And uh, we'll get uh, uh, our people that are here right now. We have President and CEO of the 500 Festival, Bob Bryant, is here to speak. Also, uh, team owner of Dry and Reinbold Racing, uh, who has uh, injured 38 and qualified all 38 cars here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500, Dennis Reinbold, and the driver of the 24 Wix Filters Chevrolet, Sage Karam. And Sage has actually uh, been quite involved with some youngsters uh, in his hometown of Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. Uh, Bob, let's start off uh, with this mini, mini concept. It's been very successful so far. It's expanding. And uh, you had a very successful weekend last week right here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the mini marathon. Talk about last week and then coming in for the uh, October 5th event. Sure, sounds good. So the One America 500 Festival Mini Marathon and the 500 Festival Delta Dental 5K, um, really 43 years now that that event has gone on, uh, including a full lap around this track. Um, it has become one of the largest half marathons in the world. Um, and so it's a very significant run, very significant to Indiana. Over 85% of the runners are actually from Indiana. So We've been able to leverage the value of the, the Indy 500 and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to create really a world-class event. Um, and now we're leveraging that event. So we can leverage the mini for something uh, that can help us reach kids with really a message of fitness and health and walking and movement. So we started uh, four years ago uh, with the mini mini. So the 500 Festival mini mini is a run that, as you explained, is all, is, is all about kids. It's not a kid's fun run before an adult run. It's only kids that day. Um, and, but they're going to have all the experiences that you have in the Mini. So it's a miniature version of the Mini. You're going to have timing in your bibs. You're going to have a shirt, a medal. You're going to have runner services. You're going to have pit stations out on the route, entertainment on the route, and then a big uh, family celebration zone at the end. So it's very exciting for us. Um, you know, this is the mothership for the 500 Festival, a 63-year-old uh, community nonprofit organization. Uh, but really, everything leads up to the Indy 500. And for us to actually have that event and to be able to promote that message to kids and encourage health and fitness and do it with a partnership. Uh, you know, Dennis uh, was a former 500 Festival board director, so he's very familiar with what we do and what our mission is. Um, so we're very excited about that. Certainly excited uh, to work with JR and, and Sage who each bring some really unique perspective about working with kids and about how to, how to get kids motivated to do things. Yes, now the, uh, uh, the courses, there, we say there's four, and uh, it's from a half mile to two mile, and determining on age, I would imagine. Yeah, de 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 determined on age, but also ability, so okay. people can choose different races. You know, we actually had a seven-year-old that ran the, the half marathon, that ran the mini this past weekend. Wow. So 
kind of depends on what their experience has been, but it's in half-mile increments, and it really allows kids of, of the, all ages but all abilities, uh, very much like the mini itself. You know, we've got walkers, we've got runners, we've got elite athletes. Um, so we have that same spirit about this, and we have the opportunity that this could become one of the largest youth-specific runs in the world. We certainly have the venue to do that. Yeah, and, and this is the first time that the 500 Festival has participated with some ID on a race car in the 500 as well. That's correct. We couldn't find anywhere in the history where the festivals actually had a logo of, of uh, the, the organization or any of our events actually on a car. So very exciting for us, for all of our you know, 4,000 plus volunteers, our 33 board directors, and certainly our staff and people in the community to see a community event directly connected with something happening on the track. That, that's fantastic. Congratulations on the program. We're looking forward to, uh, to having the mini mini and the, the uh, uh, oh the decal on the side of the cars as well. It should be fun. Dennis, you've been 2002 to 2008. You were a board member for the 500. Uh, this all came together. You wanted to participate. Talk about how it came together. I know Sarah was involved and some other people, and now it's an exciting uh, venture with the 500 Festival. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, Sarah Fisher reached out to me and said, hey, you need to get in touch with Bob. And um, she's a former driver of ours. I have to say that because she got mad at me last week when I failed to mention that. Okay. But uh, Sarah is on the 500 Festival right now, and, and she's going to help by kind of uh, completing and connecting the 500 Festival committee members to our team and bringing them around our garage and suite or whatever. So we're excited to have that level of tie-in that, uh, it, and Bob's right, it hasn't happened prior to this that there's been signage and participation with a racing team and we're a local team and my former ties to the 500 Festival Committee, uh, I'm just really excited about it. Um, so later, after the dust dies down from here, we will sponsor the many, many, and excited about that participation and the involvement there. Um, prior to that, we just spoke about we're going to do a sponsorship that we haven't announced yet and haven't finalized yet for the dirt track race. Um, so we're excited about that as well, and, and we'll tie that all together, hopefully, and get involvement from the uh, festival committee and, and everyone involved. So. Uh, it's just, it's so much fun to be out here today. This is the first time I've come out to the track so far this year, and, you know, just driving through the gates every year just gets you goosebumps and everything else. So I'm excited about it and appreciate the 500 Festival for everything they do. I know very much what they do and uh, all the involvement in the community. So uh, it's just a great event. It's great for the city um, being from here and local. Um, I just enjoy all these festivities, so uh, pumped up to get going. <laughs> Dennis, you, uh, as many of you know, the Dry and Rainbow connection with the Indianapolis 500 dates back to 1927 with Dennis's grandfather, Pop Dreyer, being a mechanic on the Duesenberg team. So you grew up down the street. You said you used to ride your bicycle here. Every year, even though you've been here quite a bit, you get the same goosebumps when you come in this place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we would race around a church parking lot that was a nice oval, and we would all pick out who we wanted to be. It was always Mario or Big Al or 
Bobby or Rutherford or I was always Lloyd Ruby because my uncle was on his pit crew. So, and he was an underdog and I always root for the underdog, which is why I root for me when we come here. (laughs) So that's where we're at. Talk uh, real quick, uh, talk racing a little bit. You're a one car effort. Last year, you were the, I mean, the one, one uh, race effort, two cars. You were the only one Indy only team last year. You've got a couple more, but you have a team that goes all year preparing cars and working and full-time team that gets ready for Sage's car and JR's. Is it something that you just love to do and you have enough sponsorship that you can have this kind of program? Yeah, Tom, it's, I mean, it's a passion, obviously, to come here and be able to prepare and put cars out on the grid and um, go through all of that. For me, um, I want to prepare and make sure we're ready to go on race day, which so far, you know, knock on wood, we're seeming to be ahead of the game right now and uh we're pretty well prepared and ready to go um we've had the same people for a long long time and uh so we have faith in each other and that we can produce a really really good competitive product and we've been competitive and um this guy's pretty quick so uh we're excited about sage back again as well as jr back again in the same token. They seem to work real well together, too, last year when you had them back uh, being teammates for the first time. I don't know. Do you guys work well together? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just, like, really different personality. Like, JR's, you know, uh, you know, just, like, more calm. And, and I feel like I bring the, the electricity to the garage. And, you know, I think JR thinks before he talks, and I just talk. So. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, the athlete in you. Uh, Sage, let's talk about this connection with the, with the mini-mini. You, uh, last year, you, were, you helped your dad wrestling coach, and you were coaching young, you were the coach of the, of the smaller t- guys, and you worked with the young kids, and your, your girlfriend, Abby, is an elementary school teacher just at their school the other day, and you have a good connection with the young people on that, that kind of thing that you work with them. Yeah, I usually help my dad um, as just like an assistant coach to him on the uh, varsity side of high school wrestling, and... Um, then this year, about halfway through, the uh, coach of the junior high team got accepted in the police academy. So they needed a coach, and they wanted to keep it in-house, and they had to make it quick. So, uh, you know, dad knows my schedule and knows I don't really do anything at home. <laughs> and uh, he said, Sage, can you do this? And, I, you know, we need you to do it. And I said, sure. So I ended up becoming head coach of a junior high team. And, uh, like, the first thing I said to him was, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to go, guys, because, you know, I've never had the responsibility of being a – head coach so um, I'm sure I'll make mistakes and you know my I got two jobs and that's you know to make you guys you know better men and women and uh, also to get you prepared for you know varsity wrestling and there's no better guy to get you prepared for what you're gonna go through in those four years because I know how dad works and he raised me for 24 years and uh, so I know all the little tricks you guys can get away with and uh, my girlfriend, yeah, she's a uh, kindergarten teacher. So the other day I went to her class and um, I was showing them my race suit and helmet. And, uh, you know, I, I was their guest mystery reader they do every Friday. And uh, I was supposed to read, but, you know, they, they got so into asking questions about the 500 and, and racing and everything like that that I ended up running out of time, not even be able to read the book. But, um, she, she led it on pretty well. You know, she had them watch the movie Turbo before I came in. So they got like a little idea of what, you know, the Indy 500 was. And, and then uh, I came in 
for the ending of the movie, and you know they're, they're like four or five years old, so they were asking me if I know Turbo, and <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 I know Turbo. He's pretty good. He's fast. Well, yesterday, you uh, Heather Carpenter was had uh, some uh, fourth graders around, and you talked to them and showed them your helmet, and they have a lot of interesting questions at that age, don't yeah, they? Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, they just you know they they have no filter. You know, ki young kids and and whatever pops into their head, they just say. Um, so yeah, th there's there's definitely some funny questions. Um, you know, they they uh, were asking me about my suit, and they're all intrigued that it's fireproof. You know, and they all ask if I'm like a fireman, and I'm like, no, you know, I'm, I'm not. You know, but uh, I'm a race car driver. You know, I'm a, I'm a fireman for about 30 seconds if there is a fire, and then it's not so good. So um, they they love that stuff, and and the helmet too. You know, they they uh, every time I pass the helmet around to kids, you know, they they just put it on and it's so funny when you see like a four-year-old kid put on a big helmet they look like a little bobblehead and it's just like bigger than their body and, and they can barely hold hold it up you know to us the helmet's light and you know over the years the helmets get lighter and lighter but it's still you know pretty heavy for a four-year-old <laughs> now you grew up an athlete obviously uh played football and 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 wrestled and all that. So you've got to be fairly excited about what uh, the festival's doing with the mini mini with the five to twelve year olds. They're actually starting to to get athletically inclined at that age. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good, um, obviously, to keep kids moving, you know, at a young age and, and get them, you know, out of the house, you know, off of Fortnite and 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 what may be out there nowadays, and uh, you know, keep them going. You know, I think that's that's the name of the game. But um, yeah, it's definitely a cool event. You know, the five hundred festival. You've seen. The lo like you know, I've been racing now. This will be my six five hundred, and um, every year I come here, you see the logo all over like downtown, and cause, you know they're putting on so many cool events, and you know all, uh, a lot of the events the drivers go to and and um, and do. So um, you see it all around, and to actually see it on a car now is going to be pretty cool. And um, you know, just hope we can perform to the best of our ability and and do well for that. And um, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I'm going to try and come out here for the uh, mini mini. I think that'd be cool to be a part of. Uh, you probably won't see me running. The last time I tried to do a running race was in, I think, like 2014. I was up in Carmel, Indiana. I was doing a 5K, and my competitive spirit came out, and I decided, well, I didn't train for it at all, one, and I just decided I was just going to try and sprint it, and I got about halfway, and I realized that I was not going to be able to sprint it, and I was leading, and then slowly started to fade away, and, yeah, we had those you know, the things on the shirt that track where you are and your time and everything. And I knew that. So I, I ripped it off and I crumbled it up and I threw it in the woods uh, because I didn't want my time being online. So they're, <laughs> they're probably still looking for me. Well, hey, I understand that. Let's talk a little bit about you. This is your, your 24 and your sixth 500. That's amazing. I remember when you were 18 and you had, you had to do the prom here because you couldn't make it back in Nazareth. <laughs> Talk about now, you, you talked the other day about your calmness coming here and how you feel confident coming in here with the team again, and you've been competitive. You were running six last year at one, lap 154. I mean, uh, you've got to feel good about this event. Yeah, I do. I, I always feel good coming in, um, and I feel like every year I, I, I feel better than the year prior, and, um, you know, last year I, I felt really, really strong coming into the month, and... and um, you know, I didn't think I could feel much more confident about how things were going to go. And, and even this year, you know, I feel more prepared, more mature mentally. And, and um, you know, last year, I, you know, I was 
I had a I had a rough year before May. You know, I, I had to go through shoulder surgery and I had to get through that. And you know, so my training kind of got put back a little bit. But you know, when I came into May, I was ready to go. And this year, you know, I've just been grinding away mentally, physically, and uh, feel pretty good. You know, it, it is it, it is really cool to say that it's my sixth one and um, I'm 24 years old. So um, I'm 24 years old this year and car 24. You know, hopefully it's a good omen and. Uh, you know, it'll bring us some good luck. That's all we really, you know, we just need some, some luck on our side. You know, we have the speed. Um, you know, I think historically you've seen that we, you know, we don't qualify in, you know, the first couple rows, but come race day, you know, I, I think if you go around and you ask the guys on carb day, you know, who looks quick in race trim, I, I think a lot of the guys will say, you know, uh, dry and Reinbold cars look pretty good. Um, so, you know, we focus a lot on the race car and how it's going to perform on Sunday. And um, every year, you know, Dennis and, and his guys, um, they give me the best car I could ask for. So we just got to uh, pretty much do what we did last year and um, have some luck. And if we do that, I mean, it was only less than 50 more laps. And, you know, we were in the hunt to do that thing. So um, if we get it to the end, I think we'll be good. Well, good luck this, this uh, May 26th. Bob, real quick, uh, on the mini-mini, uh, number of competitors. Obviously, you have a huge number for the uh, for the mini marathon. But what what do you look at for the mini mini as a number of competitors in that one? Uh, that event we've moved that event from from August when it could get pretty hot out here to October fifth. So we're in a really good date. We've had over a thousand kids participating in it, and when you include family members and that kind of thing, we can have three to four thousand people out here at the track. Like I said, it has the the really an unlimited potential. Um, so we could grow literally by the thousands, and I think with more awareness and certainly what, what this partnership will help us do, um, just the fact that kids can come out and run on the same track these guys are racing on, um, and they have an opportunity in each heat that, you know, depending on the outcome, I mean, since is not here, I'll say, you know, in October they might come and, and cross the same Brickyard finish line that Sage did in first and JR in second. You know, that's the, that's, that's the hope. <laughs> we would take that. We would take that. I would but take yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. The excitement of the kids, you know, and even the parents probably knowing what the, brick, the, the yard of bricks means to, and telling the kids is probably pretty exciting too. Oh, without a doubt. And, and you know, here's the other thing that, that we, we talk about trying to create a culture of running and walking and movement and, and that type of achievement within Indiana. Um, we've had over a million people from Indiana have run the One America 500 Festival Mini Marathon. So over those 43 years, that's how significant that's been. And what you see now is really kids able to influence their parents. So we see kids have brought their parents to watch them in the Mini Mini, and then they've encouraged them that they need to run in, in the Delta Dental 5K or the One America Mini um, the next year. So it's really working um, as much as we're trying to influence and motivate kids to be fit and active they're actually now influencing their parents as well. So it's just the, utilizing this venue and the partnership that we've, we've long had, obviously, with Indianapolis Motor Speedway is, is a very significant uh, movement, particularly within the state of Indiana. Yeah, I would think. I mean, you have one of the most uh, recognizable and most famous venues in the world, and they're able to run on that, and everybody is excited. And then they'll, hopefully they'll move up to the mini marathon down the road, too. Absolutely. Anybody with a question? Uh, Rich, go ahead, please. Just shout it out? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Bob, um, so much of what the 500 Festival Committee does is focused on May and May events. Why does this event make sense for your organization? And 
Well, we've really done things year-round. I mean, obviously, the, the more significant events that you're aware of, the IPL 500 Festival Parade and the 500 Festival Memorial Service presented by Rolls-Royce and, and, and on and on, a lot of that has been uh, geared around May. But actually, from 1957, when the festival started, there were events that proceeded by as, as much as three months prior. So we already have a Miler series. So the 500 Festival Miler series presented by Ortho Indy, that's in a February, March, and April run. We have a uh, fundraising golf tournament that we do in September. So we actually have been doing things outside of May. It's just that's always the lead up is, is kind of leading to the Indy 500. And it makes sense in our partnership with IMS that we're able to, we, we can work with them to do things different times of the year. Great. Thanks. Wolfgang, uh, Arnie's got a, a mic for you there. Yeah, two questions to you, Dennis. Are you working in long term to get a full program again in IndyCar? And question number two, right now, what's your motorsport program outside the IndyCar business or IndyCar world? Thank you. Um, we are trying to get back to full time. We may have to do part time um, to get there. But we're trying to grow the program, and, and we grew last year to two cars versus one. So that's definitely on our radar. We have to make it work out um, financially and, and every other aspect. But we do aspire to be more involved in IndyCar uh, going forward. We believe in IndyCar very, very much. Um, you know, Chevrolet's been awesome to us, been a great partner. We're excited to have them. Um, and what was your second question? What do you? Oh, we're doing yeah, we're doing Rallycross, and Rallycross, uh, yeah, yeah. American Rallycross, ARX2 is what we're in. So we've got four rally cars, and we'll run those. We just did a test. Uh, was it a week ago? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was two the day ago. after the uh, test they had here, the open test. Yeah, the day after the the two days after the open test 25th, here. Twenty six. Yeah, the 25th and 6th, we did a, a test on the Rallycross cars with um, six different drivers. And we'll be announcing more definite kind of plans on that coming up soon. Uh, but that keeps us busy through the summer. It keeps our guys occupied, uh, busy, employed, however you want to look at it. And it's a fun and challenging series. We won the championship two years ago. Um, finished second way too often last year instead of winning, so we didn't win last year, but we'll fix that this year as a plan. Um, but one other thing I wanted to point out, when Sage said he wants to tell kids not to play Fortnite, I think the quote from you is something like, dude, I'm really worn out because I was up till 3 a.m. playing Fortnite. I think that was last year, am I right? Yeah, well, last year I was in a little Fortnite addiction, and then my my uh, my accountant called me and said I was spending too much money on the game, so <laughs> I, I ended up having to quit it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I it was big for a while, and now they've, in my opinion, they've just made too many uh, updates, and it's gotten too complex. And and I haven't played for a little bit, so now I'm I'm just kind of behind it. I don't really. So know. we're proud of Sage for being a Fortnite reformation guy and and stepping up and telling kids that it's a bad idea yeah also wolfgang uh uh dry reinbold did announce we have one full-time driver cole keats and then actually uh, sage is going to drive uh, four events coming up in the rally cross this year starting at mid ohio next month so we've announced those and there's some other announcements coming after that 
Oh, Rich, you got to hold on a sec. Rich, go ahead. Dennis, uh, not an issue this year, but there's been a lot of talk here recently about guaranteed spots for the Indy 500. As an Indy-only team, at least for now, what's your feeling on that, and how would it impact you in your desire or willingness to come to Indy if there wasn't or if there were guaranteed spots for full-time teams? Um, I've, I've heard this question before, and I've got a really cocky answer. Uh, you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. It says they're scared of us, so it's whatever. But um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the same people that are for that were dead set against it back in the day when it was proposed. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't look at it like it's that big a deal. I mean, we have to beat people to get in the race this year. So it's going to be the same going forward. So um, I don't know. I don't think it's an issue. Wolfgang? I want to go back to your rallycross program. Um, what kind of cars you're running, and did you get any work support? And the second question, as you maybe know, the world governing body FIA announced that from 222 onwards, rallycross will be run worldwide with electrical cars. What's your opinion about that? I think it's good. I mean, it's going to expand and evolve into electric. Um, currently, IMG runs a series. Uh, they just kind of dipped their foot in the pool last year and are figuring it out right now. Um, it should become better and better. Uh, they have a lot of resources. They have a lot of concert venues that they will plug into the races and things like that. So I think it's got some upside for sure. Al, did you have a question? Yeah, Dennis, uh, with a one of operation here, you've had good success and, uh, you know, some not so good success. So. What, what keeps fueling your passion to keep coming back here more and more? Well, I got to win this race. I mean, we need to win. And that's, that's really it. That's the only reason we show up is to put the car in victory lane. So uh, we work all year round to try to do that and try to improve and get better than we had been before. You know, a lot of times I'll sit there through the middle of the race and say, you know, all the things that we worked on in the last year have piled up to this moment, and we're as prepared and ready to win this race as possible. And, you know, for whatever reason, we haven't pulled that off quite as of yet, but uh, uh, here's to this being the year. And 24, for a 24-year-old, to be a nice... Nice present, huh? Six times the charm. Okay. <laughs> Any other questions for? Uh, yeah, go ahead. With regard to the many, many again, you did a great job of outlining the benefits and health improvements that can follow from long distance training. Are you doing anything to point out the risks, musculoskeletal risk, uh, things like delayed menarche? Do you have a health partner? that's working to improve the awareness of these things among the parents and the athletes? Yeah, certainly. So we, we have, um, actually, we're, we're blessed on our board of directors. We have uh, the CEOs of three of the largest health systems in Indiana. Um, Franciscan Health is a partner um, on the mini marathon itself. Um, and what's unique about the mini is we, we give the longest amount of time, really, of any run that size to finish. And we have over 6,000 people who will register to walk it. Um, so it's not, we, we've never been focused on what the, the finish times are and, and that sort of thing, but really just more of 
the uh, the challenge uh, to to get out and, and get moving. So it's not always about kind of from an elite or a, an avid perspective that it's all about the run itself. I was asking specifically about the many many what um, what you have in place to address the needs of preteen children mm -hmm. running. Well, again, I you know I can't answer that specifically. We we certainly do have um, health partners that are a part of that. And if you come out and experience the event, I think you'll see that um, it's, it's not a highly competitive situation. It's really one, and when you're talking about a half mile to two miles, uh, most of the kids are competing in a half mile or a one mile range. So it's, it's also a fairly short duration. So it's really just more about the motivation to get out there and be active. Anyone else with a question? Well, thanks very much for your time. and. Uh, We'll see you uh, starting next Tuesday when Sage and JR are on the racetrack. Thank you. Thank you.